Washington Capitals Minutecast. I want to thank you so much for joining me today. This podcast is on the Hockey Podcast Network and is also sponsored by DraftKings. Use promo code TPPN. And uh, before we get going here, I just uh, I want to thank all of you that uh, have followed me along in this journey of podcasting. It means the world to me that you guys have followed along and the listenership has grown. And uh, just to hear some positive feedback, it's very encouraging. And I, I just wanted to take this time to say thank you. Um, for all news on this podcast going forward and uh, just everything in general, go to Twitter and look up and follow Dan Caps 218 that's Dan Caps 218. That way you'll be totally up to speed as far as everything goes with this podcast. Um, if you're on Facebook, you can look up the Washington Capitals Minutecast, like, uh, like us there as well. So, to the business at hand, the Washington Capitals get back into the win column and they beat the Canadians 5-2. to two. Let the good times roll. It feels good to get back in the win column. Uh, this team that uh, has been a bit uncertain as of late, particularly in the goaltending department, it was reassuring and such a great feeling to see Ilya Samsonov play fairly well, I've got to say. Ilya Samsonov had two goals against, made 42 saves on 44 shots. So that's good for a .955 save percentage. That's good for Ilya. That's what we need from him is consistency in net. Lord knows they haven't had it as of late. Uh, Vitek Vanacek is still on the shelf. But, I mean, that's reassuring in the regard that when he does come back, they will finally have that good number one and two tandem. So, like I say, just hopefully they can build on that and keep going forward. Um, that Canadians team is a, in a bit of transition as well. Uh, if you haven't paid attention to um, or you're not a big uh, follower of the NHL outside the Capitals, um, you will know that uh, the Canadians uh, let go their former coach and have hired former uh, Tampa Bay Lightning player, all-star Martin St. Louis. Uh, kind of a surprising move. And uh, listening to the 32 Thoughts podcast with Jeff Merrick, Elliot Friedman, they had said it's like a Disney story, and it really is a Disney story. This guy, uh, Martin St. Louis, who went from coaching, um, you know, small kids, um, all of a sudden got promoted into coaching uh, a big-name hockey team. I mean, the Montreal Canadiens, uh, they're one of the originals. It doesn't get much bigger than that. 
But uh, good for Martin on that uh, uh, new job that he has there. And uh, I hope he's up uh, for the task at hand because that Montreal Canadiens team, as you know, um, is also suffering from inconsistency uh, in net. Or that's mostly because of their starting goaltender, Carey Price, is out. Everyone knows Carey Price. Struggles abound everywhere. And... uh, yeah, that, that Canadiens team has got to find a way to turn it around. That is one of the teams that has given the Caps fits um, in past years, especially in the playoffs. Remember watching them? Oh, geez, it must have been like, I don't know, 10 years or so ago. Um, for a while there, every time they made it to the playoffs, they would come up against the Montreal Canadiens, and it was like they were coming up against a brick wall. They would get shut down. But as far as the Capitals are concerned, uh, it was a game that saw two goals. Yes, two goals for Snively. Those are his first two goals in the NHL. Let's hear it for him. What what a great thing. And really, just the selflessness of him is that he could have gotten a hat trick. He, uh, Him and Wilson were skating down the ice, driving towards the net. And uh, when he could have easily shot and got a hat trick, he fed it to Tom Wilson. And Tom Wilson had the look on his face of, thanks, kid, but what are you doing? That could have been your goal. That could have been your hat trick. The selflessness nature of Snively on that, uh, that that was really a good thing to see there. Um, and just him getting two goals, I mean, that, that has to be a big thing for him. It was a, a game that also saw goals from Hagelin and McMichael. In Tom Wilson, like we just talked about. So, you know, they had the offense going, and uh, we know that this is a Canadiens team that is not playing in top form, but a win is a win, and two points is two points, and we will take that. So the road ahead for the Capitals is Ottawa, Nashville, and Philly. So, you know, the Ottawa game should be easy, but sometimes those are what they call a trap game. You go into them, you kind of have your guard down, you're thinking to yourself, well, this is the Ottawa Senators, we should be able to just steamroll over them. Not always the case, that Ottawa Senators team is a young team, and it's a young team that's hungry. At this point, they are playing for jobs, and uh, you know that's what it's all about for them. They want—they're trying to play for their future. You know, whether it be in the Ottawa Senators uh, organization or elsewhere, um, that's what it's all about. So, in the Atlantic Division, they're in sixth place. Um, they are sixteen twenty-three and four. So, I mean, like I say, there's not a real good chance that that Ottawa team is going to amount to much this year. But that's what it's all about. It's about their future and uh, where those players lie. I do say that they have a lot of offensive talent uh, on that team, and I think that it's a team that uh, needs to gel a little bit. Uh, They're in a bit of a rebuild as well. Um, That was a team that uh, was stockpiling and has stockpiled first-round draft picks um, from previous seasons, trading away people at trade deadlines, etc., So, I mean, I think the future looks bright for that Ottawa Senators team. But as of right now, uh, that rebuild has not been finished. They have the framework up, but they still need to put the roof and the siding on uh, before they can live in that thing. So, you know, hopefully that should be an easy two points for the Capitals to pick up. Um, As far as the other games, um, it's a wait and see thing. Hopefully the Capitals can continue to get that consistency from Ilya Samsonov and Vitek Vanacek if he returns. So I see here in the news feed that Ilya Samsonov and Phoenix Copley are the only two goalies on the ice for the Capitals practice today. Vitek Vanacek. The moment we've been waiting for since September is finally here. 
In honor of the big game, DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of Super Bowl 56, is giving new customers 56 to 1 odds on either team. Bet just $5 and get 280 in free bets if your team wins. DraftKings Sportsbook is now live in New York, meaning you can bet from almost a third of the country. If Sportsbook isn't in your state yet, play DraftKings Daily Fantasy Football Contests for Super Bowl 56. New customers can get a free shot at $1 million top prize with their first deposit. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app, use promo code TPPN, and get 56 to 1 odds on either team. Bet just $5 and get 280 in free bets if your team wins. That's promo code TPPN at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of Super Bowl 56. 21 plus minimum age and location requirements vary by jurisdiction. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for a full list of requirements and state-specific responsible gaming resources. Void where prohibited? Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. In Tennessee, call or text the Tennessee Red Line 1-800-889-9789. In Connecticut, call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org slash chat. In New York, call 877-8-H-O-P-E-N-Y or text H-O-P-E-N-Y 467-369. Was on the ice earlier, but wasn't practicing with the main group. So it seems like that's going to be the two going forward for some time, which tends for me to believe that Vitek Vanacek is still injured. So whatever that was uh, when he got hit uh, under the chin against in that game against Pittsburgh is still ailing him. And uh, generally in this, these cases like this, they're just waiting to get the all clear from the trainers um, because it's not really up to the coaches and it's not really up to the players. It's uh, up to the trainers. It's up to the team doctors uh, to give the okay that uh, this player is, in fact, able to return to regular play. So what we have to hope for is that uh, Ilya Samsonov, who is, you know, I know it's only a one game size, but hopefully, hopefully he can continue and be the hot hand for the Washington Capitals because in that last game, Phoenix Copley, it was a rough game and uh, he got the loss. Phoenix Copley is the the player that said he's looking for his chance, his chance to prove himself to the Washington Capitals organization and the NHL at large. So that, uh, you know, even if he can't secure a job, an everyday starting job with the Washington Capitals, maybe he can get a job elsewhere in the NHL. So we just have to hope that uh, Ilya and Phoenix can keep playing well. So they're looking for a spark in energy, uh, the Capitals, and scoring. Um, so I see that they've reunited Ovechkin, Backstrom, and Shiri on the top line. And then it's Snively, Kuznetsov, and Wilson. Third line, McMichael, Eller, Sprong, and the fourth line. And it's the line that tends to score the most goals, at least as of late, is Hagelin, Dowd, and Hathaway. So 
you know, they've done this in the past. I know that they try to always separate Ovechkin and Backstrom. You know, they've, you know, just I'm thinking back over time here. They've experimented with having Wilson on the top line. They've experimented with having Sprong on the top line. I've seen pretty much every matchup uh, on that top line with Ovechkin. And it just seems to me that the secret sauce for the Washington Capitals is having Ovechkin and Backstrom on that top line. Those two know each other so well. Um, Ovechkin has the touch. I mean, he can power home the goals. And Backstrom can always saucer him over to him. He just knows how to do that. I think that, you know, Backstrom is a good goal scorer as well. But being a center, he likes to dish it to his boy Ovechkin. And those two working together uh, is a great uh, team together on that top line. One of the lines I wish they would start and reunite again would be that line with Wilson on the top line. Uh, I know that Shiri on the top line has some great goal scoring potential, but Wilson is that big body out there to help keep people away from that Ovechkin-Backstrom line. And don't get me wrong, Wilson is a great goal scorer, uh, but he is a big presence out there. He's a bit of an intimidator. So having him out on the ice just opens it up so that Ovechkin and Backstrom can do their thing. Um, And then looking at here, Anthony Mantha uh, was doing some individual work with uh, strength and conditioning coach Mark Nemish. But from the sounds of it in uh, Peter Laviolette's um, presser, he said that uh, it's not going to be anytime soon. And, you know, a lot of times in these cases, coaches are are the last to know. I've often heard a lot of fans say, well, why doesn't the coach let him play? Well, kind of like what I was talking about earlier with uh, Phoenix Copley, or excuse me, uh, Vitek Vanacek, um, it's the trainers and the team doctors that have to sign off on these players because, I mean, you got to think about it. These players are investments for the team. And, uh, you know, it's in their best interest to have these players playing at the top of their potential. And if you have them playing injured or if you have them playing when they're still, you know, not ready, then that could, you know, delay their ultimate return. I remember Backstrom earlier in the season, they point blank said that Backstrom is not coming back until he is 100% ready. And I think that that's the right mindset to have. Don't rush these players back because, I mean... You know, especially a lot of these guys are competitive in nature. To get to the NHL level, you got to be competitive. And uh, if you leave it up to them, I think that some of these guys would play injured. So that's why you got to leave it up, like I say, to the trainers uh, and the team doctors. But, uh, you know, it's hopeful to think that uh, uh, Copley and Samsonov can be the hot hand or the hot tandem going forward here because. You know, we got that easier game coming up tomorrow, which is Sunday, depending on when you're listening to this, when I say tomorrow. So I always like to say Sunday. So it's Super Bowl Sunday, and uh, they were smart. It's an earlier afternoon game or late morning, depending on what time zone you're in. Because they've made that mistake in the past is having um, games compete with the Super Bowl and the NHL game loses every single time. So I'm glad that the Capitals and the NHL are using some common sense and having this particular game. I haven't looked at the full spread of the games, but the Caps uh, Senators game at least is going to be earlier in the game or excuse me, earlier in the day. So. That's good on them for, like I say, for using some common sense because this Capitals team, you know, like I say, you got to take advantage of your opportunities, and they did that. I spoke about that in a previous podcast. They played the Canadians. The Canadians 
are playing poorly this year. It was a must-win game, and it's a must-win because when you're playing a poor opponent and you can pick up that two points and help peck peck away at the standings, that's going to help you out. And I'm glad that the Capitals were able to do that because if you start losing the games that you pretty much have to win, then it just makes it that much more difficult. And I mean, you got Pittsburgh and you have um, Carolina and New York ahead of you. And uh, guess what? They're still winning. So I know that the Capitals are still wild card right now, but uh, they got to keep winning. They can't think about, you know, how are the other teams in the league playing? They have to worry about how are we playing right now? And uh, and hopefully that uh, they'll be able to continue in their winning ways. And, uh, Work at the standings there. Uh, Capitals coach Peter Laviolette said he doesn't think anything is wrong with Ilya Samsonov. Uh, Samantha Pell is writing here on Twitter. Samsonov looked like he may have gotten hurt late but stayed in, finished with 42 saves. So, I mean, uh, I mean, if you want to talk about worst-case scenario, I mean, if we're going down the depth chart even further, you got Fukali and I think, what is it, Shepard under that? So... As bad as Samsonov has played at times, you definitely do not want need one of the, you know, you don't need him injured. That's All right, that's the Washington Capitals Minute Cast for today. We'll talk to you guys again next time after the Caps take on the Ottawa Senators. Let's hope they can pick up another win. Thanks for listening. Find the podcast at Apple Podcast, Spotify, Google Podcast, or wherever you find your podcast. If you have a moment, please like, rate, and share this podcast and tell your friends about it. It really helps. Thank you for listening.